Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Uh, off we go. People emailing like crazy about, oh, this is a good idea, by the way. This, uh, Robert comes up with an idea. says, as a gay man, do you think people should bake you gay cakes? And he goes, by the way, great segment, great new segment for the show. John Holmberg's as a gay man. Hmm. That's a good idea. Gets it out there that I'm a homosexual now. Gay hacks. Gay hacks with Johnny. Johnny Cakes. There you go. Ah, this is great. Kitchen tips with Johnny Cakes. As a gay man. I love it. Great idea, Robert. In this case, says, dude, watching Fox 10 now, you guys are talking more about the vaccine than they are. It's Fox 10. That's the morning show. They're going to the zoo. They're doing an ice cream social. T- they don't. Fox Ten is not who they're I'm talking about. They're smelling your bacon. Yeah, yeah. That's Channel Three, and I got oh, a whole new Channel Three. Okay, I got to get into this. Megan asked me not to, no. but I have to do it. So I got info from a guy uh, on uh, my emails that says that the weather girl there had some sort of weird meltdown with her relationship. I've got a theory of what's going on there on the weekend morning show. So it used to be this Jamie Serretta was on there, and she was like the anchor. I think she's been promoted, but I'm not sure it's a promotion. Uh, bear with me on this because yeah. I pay attention to this long quite story. closely. Well, it's not really a long story. It's just oh. like I'm close. I'm closer than most people because I wake up and turn it on and just giggle at all the mistakes because there's tons of them. Like, like they came. Oh, and so they did an interview with Jason Momoa. So they got uh, 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 Tara Hitchcock and her makeup. For Dune? Her makeup done by a Make-A-Wish. She's still around? <laughs> yeah. So they do a thing. And this is on the heels of the Terry Bradshaw deal, right? Terry Bradshaw told... Aaron Andrews Thursday night. She looked pretty, or she looked good. You look good. You look good. I like the outfit. You look good. You look good. Is all he said. Uh, and there was a Twitter outrage to try to get him fired. And he had to apologize a little bit on Sunday, saying, "Look, comments I made were that wasn't. She knows. I know. We're all good." And that was basically it. And it kind of brushed it off. So he didn't really apologize. He didn't too say much. I'm sorry, right, but okay. he just basically said, "Look, got got under paper skin. We did. This. We're fine. Everything good." 
So that goes away. But it was a big uproar that Terry said something, and they're like, oh, this white man said this thing to a woman, and it's just all bad. So uh, Kylie Cruz, uh, Monica Garcia, and Tara Hitchcock are talking to each other about the upcoming Jason Momoa interview that Tara did. And Tara goes, but he was really sick. He, he was sick, but he still did the interview. And the one goes, I don't care if he's sick or not. I bet you he still looked good. And the other one went, mmm, you know he looked good. He always looks good. Oh, he is good. Did he wear a shirt? <laughs> and I'm like, you have it both ways. Yep. You can't win. And as a gay man, I see it clearer than ever. You can do that now, though. Now I'm allowed to do yeah. it. Because Jace Momoa did look good, even though he was sick. Very handsome man. But uh, so did Aaron Andrews. I can say that for both sides. They both look good. Whoops, excuse me. They both look great. <laughs> so anyway, evidently on the old social media, the weather girl, Kim, who I like. She seems like a nice lady, uh, had some sort of personal breakup or something. I don't know the details, but I had several people who watch along with me because it is hypnotic this morning news show on the weekends. And that she went on her Facebook page and said something like revealing about it. So they're sending me stuff about it. I'm like, I don't care about her personal life. But I do have a theory because the Kylie Cruz showed up, right? Uh, Jamie Surratt has been on that show forever. And she's always talking about she can't find a man. I can't get a guy. Now, one of my friends is on a dating site. And she popped up on it once. And they swiped each other. And uh, made made contact, right? All right. So yeah, that's what I'm nice. saying. So I'm like, all right, good job, Dickie V. You're gonna get yourself a little news channel poon. <laughs> You're gonna dive deep into the AZ family. And uh, she's like, so do you have any kids? And he's like, yeah, I got two. <laughs> Ghost gone. Doesn't want them. Doesn't care. Like, oh, man, like iced him. So good for her. Like that's like she's even I more of a. Catch. I can't knock her now. She's even more of a catch. Like she's like, that's awesome. Uh, but she still can't find that guy. So this Kylie one shows up, and she gets the permanent gig. And in about three weeks into the permanent gig, you notice she's wearing this massive diamond. And all she's doing is talking about her fiancé. And so they do this segment where she shows pictures of like her in Hawaii getting engaged. Like they're dropping the ring on her and everything else. And they come back, and you see bitterness like you've never seen through your television screen congratulations, Kylie, that's so beautiful. We're all so happy for you. The next few weeks go by. She said, well, now that I've got to plan this wedding, that's all, like, whenever they have a moment, she talks about this wedding. Well, now Soretta's off the show. Soretta's gone. Really? Gone. And evidently, the weather girl, uh, her boyfriend's like, I don't want to get married, I don't want kids. So evidently, she's putting some heat on this dude to go, hey, I got to put, like, Kylie's been on the show for three weeks, and now it's embarrassing because she's got a big rock. So evidently, that happened. And now, so this Kylie girl's come in with this, look, girls, I'm getting married whole thing. There's a whole subtext going on now between the hate. Because you got three women on one show getting up at 4 in the morning. Inevitably, they're going to start claws. hating. Oh, the claws are out by 5, 6.30. And they pretend to like each other. They do not. Let's see what she looks like. They do not. Kylie's pretty. They're all good. Yeah. But uh, it's just the subtext, Brady. You got to watch this show for the drama way beyond the baby drownings and the house fires and the, the car accidents they can't get enough of and the Jason Mamoa interviews. Boy, I tell you what. Drooling. These three. And it's been this way no matter which three are in there. Oh, is it fun to watch? But yeah, some, and I hope, Kimmy Q, I hope you're all right. I'm not, I'm not talking out of school thinking that this is fun for you if you're having relationship drama, but I know who's the cause of it. It's that awful Kylie Cruz and that great big diamond ring she's toting. <laughs> 
She showed up, got engaged, and now the whole thing's just in turmoil. They got this Monica Garcia in there, and all she talks about is having kids. Oh, my kids. These kids. That's right. Yeah. You got a picture of Jamie. What's the matter? You just, me, you just showed me a photo. I keep looking for Ky- Kylie on the, just on our Instas. Kylie's so. a cutie. There's a phrase, Insta stalking. Mr. Insta. Here's, here's oh, yeah. Both of them. There you go. And there they are next to it. And sometimes they'd wear the same color dress, and you know it just was infuriating because Jamie was like, oh, the Kylie looks better in the... They seem very nice, but oh, I tell you what, the drama that... And I asked Brandon Lee that one time, like that, that Saturday news morning show has some girl drama, and he goes, oh. <laughs> and that, as a gay guy, I know now that that means you have no idea. Yeah, Kylie's got it together, but I guarantee you, like all her pictures have been retaken, there's the ring. Yeah. She will not be seen without it. That thing flashes. and She'll do it like it's a Beyonce video. She's waving that thing in front of her. The two babies died in a pool the other day. And that, bling, bling, yeah. bling, 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 bling. You got to put a ring on it. Every time you got to put a ring on it. It's fun to watch. But there's Kimmy Q standing there. Post-drama. Like she missed a couple of days of work and stuff. I know all the stories. <laughs> I it's, got this. Uh, as a gay man, I'm in. This is, this is, this is my real housewife's. Diva drama. Can't help. I wake up. This job makes it so now I do wake up in the morning. It's like 7.30. That's, and I don't want to. So I turn it on and I try to get them to put me back to sleep. But there's so much drama on this show. You have no you have idea. two hands on your coffee mug and you just sip it <laughs> watching. <laughs> I've got my grumpy cat. He's like coffee. Wendy Williams with her coffee cup. <laughs> I've got my grumpy cat. Mm. <laughs> Stop showing her the ring. So, yeah, and I don't know what the true story is between the weather girl and the boyfriend, but evidently she went on Facebook and said, he doesn't want kids, he doesn't want to get married, we're done, and then deleted it all. But people sent it to me, and I didn't read it because I'm like, that's none of my business, even though I'm making account of my business. It's pretty great. I am Wendy Williams right now. (laughs) Kimmy Q, you look good. You don't need no man to make you better. You get out there and you explore. Cliff Kingsbury is available once he's clear of the COVID. You show that Kylie Cruz by scoring bigger than her man. And I think Kylie's guy's got some dough. Well, that ring, yeah. Well, the ring's pretty fat, and then the way he proposed to her. So it's driving the other ladies bananas. And what it's doing for me is awesome because I'm loving every hard-boiled egg I pound. So they're the ones I dial up Vegas Dave. Bring in in Vegas Dave to hammer the weather lady. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Vegas Dave and Kimmy Q start hitting it. Oh, I think she's religious, though. I'm pretty sure she might be. Either way, fantastic stories abound over there. At the news channel. But that's when Toledo said they can smell your breakfast. That's who I'm talking about yeah. there. Fox 10. And you get that Celeste Rodriguez. Ooh. Look at this one. All three All of them. three of them uh, back before they were fighting. None of them like each other. No, yeah, you can see it. Like, okay. Take the picture, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what she's saying. <laughs> 100%. Yep. Oh, it's so fun to watch that. I think they hated each other. Well, now Jamie does that evening. They're all, they're, they're all broken up since that Kylie showed up. John, Jamie Soretta got promoted tonight now. Yeah, I know. But it was by request. I'm oh, convinced you think so? I will not do another goddamn dab in here for 20 years. <laughs> I'm Serena Candy, goddammit. Because that's her family's is business. That her, is that her? Yeah. I wasn't sure She's about that. Chocolate yeah, lady. okay. She hates kids. I know that from her <laughs> dating profile. My friend's kids. God bless her. You can't blame her for that. <laughs> if that were the case, if I was a single man and straight, I'd be all over that Jamie Serena right here. Wait a minute. She's got a good job. Good looking. Hates kids. Yeah. Can't stand uh, any other women. I mean, this is perfect. Doesn't get along with any. Matter of time before that leaks into the night show. Oh, yes. Once Yetta Gibson starts wearing some bling, Jamie's not going to be able to work at all. 
Oh, they were mean to each other. Anyway, so yeah, Fox 10 in the morning, Channel 3, they're not the ones who smell my breakfast. So Fox 10 isn't talking about the COVID thing because they got their, it's the locals. Hey, Troy Hayden, he knows. He's going over there to talk about, oh, we got a bird. The guest is a bird today. We have a bird. <laughs> That's how those Kookaburra. local Fox morning shows work. Uh, and somebody also said, tell Holmberg that it's not birds aren't real. Uh, they're government drones used to see everything we do. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? That's what I thought. <laughs> Birds aren't real or people. There's people out there that believe. And then you think about it. Like, I have never seen a baby pigeon. I hate people. <laughs> I know, but I haven't. Moron. I have. I, well, I have seen nests of eggs that are cracked and open, but I've never seen the baby. I have seen dead baby pigeons. Yeah. Because when the wind blows, they're in my backyard and my three-legged dog yardly loves eating dead baby pigeons. Balut. Not all of it, though. Parts of the dead baby pigeon, and they are weird looking. He's eating drones, bro. Yeah. That's all it is, dude. <laughs> Dogs eating drones. Why do you think there's such a rise in canine cancer? Birds are parts. Mechanical. So, yeah, those people are very interesting. I find them fascinating. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm not talking about the Fox 10 news, but, boy, that you, you got to get up with me. Brady, next time. Mark Stebbings, my friend and I, we go back and forth all the time. What's going on with Kimmy Q's makeup? Like she's had a tough week. <laughs> well, you gays notice everything. Now. We do. You know? Oh, I'm wow. telling you, her blush this weekend was off. It was off. Off point. If I was uh, one of the people, I'm like, hey, Kimmy Q, we got to do something about the blush because I've had a really tough week. You know, when girls like are thinking about something else and they put their makeup on, it's their definitely blush. the blush, not the lighting. No, no, no. It's way up high. It's, it's in the wrong spots. She normally she's very L- looking put, for some excitement. Normally, question him on this one. I don't know. Yeah, don't question me on that. <laughs> Look, Brady, I recognize when the blush is in the wrong spot. As a man, when you see that, you're like, uh-oh. If your wife came out of the bedroom and her blush was up in her temples, you'd be like, uh, what do we got going on here? What are we clowning around or what's what's happening? Is it wrong? I was thinking about other stuff. Oh. Don't blush your temples. Tough week. There you go. Yeah, it is a tough week there. See? <laughs> it blushes too high. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> And this is coming from the straight guys yeah, of the show. I'm telling you. <laughs> She's had a tough week layoff. I like her. I actually really like her. She seems very likable. And the things they make her do are brutal. Seems like a sweet person. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, they dress her Better. up in later hosen and stuff, and they make her go do things. She's a sport. I like, I like Kimmy Quintero. I love the show, though. And I, you know what? And even if I'm wrong, I've made up my own drama with their new show, and it's making better it 10 show. times better. So yeah. they can be mad at me, and they'll probably mention They've mentioned it before. It's like, I understand KPD's Morning Sickness, big viewers, and you can see they're nervous because they don't hear it. They uh, hear it secondhand. Yeah. I, I've made your show better. I watch four hours. Uh, I have it on the whole morning. Because like just waiting for that snide. Con- Sometimes they happen. Like, yeah, well, some of us. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, I love the subtext. There's a jab. Up. You can't have women up that early dressed up like they're going out on the town without getting mad at each other. If spend four hours in the room together, you're gonna, they're going to be furious. And I know they would say, oh, we get along great. Like, no, you don't. That's what all girls say. You can't have four. The only time that ever worked out was the Golden Girls. And they ended up fighting every episode. That was what made it fun. Because they don't have menstrual cycles anymore. That was just like four dudes living together. <laughs> Living single, there was some fighting going on because those ladies were bleeders. Anyway, <laughs> you can't have four bleeders in one room, not have trouble. That's what Terry Bradshaw taught me, at least. Anyway, where was I? <laughs> oh, the Sopranos. Yes. <laughs> so uh, 
this weekend in Mesa, and by the way, Mesa, uh, your city council is a disaster because you have the coolest street in all of the valley. There's no better road for potential fun than Main Street Mesa, except for the fact that whoever's running what goes in the stores there is an idiot. The, 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 that Mesa Art Center is – I've said it. I've been there four times, and every time I go, I said it when I was there. And your friend was with us. Uh, what was his name? Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, Jeff's there. And I turned to him, and I said, this building is in the wrong part of town. This is the prettiest – it's the most – great have, center. Have you been in that? I haven't been in it. I've seen it's it, though. There are a spectacular. lot. Yeah. It is spect- – it's better than uh, Gamage. It's better – it's really? way it better. It's way better unbelievable. It's yeah. beautiful. Gamage is just older, but yeah. yeah Gamage is, is cool, yeah. but it's not – and this place is perfect, and it's sitting in Mesa, and there's nothing going on. And the train goes down Main Street. And, Finally done for yeah, the most part. And it's – and like, but there's nowhere to go. Like, yeah. there's nothing to do down there. So we go down there for Saturday. Uh, uh, Tony Casanova. Yep. Good guy. Casanova brought us pizza pie. How you beat that? You can't beat it. Oh. So we go down to what I call Goomba Village because the Sopranos, Christopher, Big Pussy, Bobby Baklava, are doing a, a sit-down chat about the Sopranos on stage live at the Mace Art Center. Was it packed? Jimmy Co- Totally. Good oh. crowd. Yeah. Jimmy Cola, uh, I think that's his name, was the comedian to start it off. Right. He's kind of their host. And – uh the place I'm sitting there waiting for Brady and Tony Casanova, Big Rob, Lanny, Big Rob, Lanny. You got it. It's I mean everybody going by is Goombas, Bada Bing's everywhere. All right, it's your house, and you uh, were supposed to go, but you uh, had something to do. Yeah, sucks. Count yourself lucky. Really? Yeah. For the second time in a month, the Sopranos have greatly disappointed. Oh, no. here's why. I mean, it was. I mean, it was a group of people that were dying to be like in on. Like it was. Italians everywhere. It's like, right. This is this is a thing. Like they, we're going to enjoy the bejesus out of this. The dreams have come true. I can't believe I'm sitting here looking at Christopher Maltasanti. So we're and they do this Q and A with the host. He comes out, does twenty minutes of comedy, whatever. Then they bring out Jimmy Big, Cola, Big Pussy, Christopher, and Bobby Bacala. And they sit on the stage and they've got stories. And then he's acting like he's asking them questions. Why don't you tell us about how you auditioned for the show? Maybe interesting, maybe not. So Christopher. Uh, Michael Imperioli starts to tell the story, and then he keeps telling the other guys, "I never told you guys this. I never. I don't think I've ever told you guys this." And then he tells them, and then there's this big screen of a picture of who he's talking about, what he's talking about, like as he's telling it. And I'm like, this is all like poorly set choreographed. Up. It's all set up. Nothing. Or they had a guy just unbelievable. He wasn't that good. He was him up because they because they'd say stuff like, "Well, we'll talk about that in a minute," and like they knew like it was scripted and it didn't come across as authentic. The thing that at got all. me more um, on that, not only the picture goes up. Is the fact that Jimmy Cola has to go back. Mace, Arizona, yeah, oh, yeah. you're getting stuff you're not hearing. Yeah, yeah. Here. he kept telling us, like, wow, like, you're getting more information than any other city. And then, But then the, the dweebs would be like, you said our name. We're getting more. So like an hour and a half of this goes by. By the way, uh, in a room full of Italians, the last thing you can hear uh, from somebody with a microphone that makes the uh, – it got cold in there was when uh, Bobby Baklava, who's Steve Sherpa. <laughs> Says yeah. sure, something like that. Says how much he hates Robert De Niro as a human being. Oh, he's been on record of that on the many podcast times. Yeah. in a live setting. Oh, 
quiet oh 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 throughout the audience. <laughs> oh, oh. But the opening uh, jab was hilarious. Yeah. He hated De Niro. De can't talk to you unless yeah. he's got a script and in front true. of him. And that's true. Yeah. People have said that, but he was like, he came down on De Niro in a big way. And he's like, ah, De Niro, that guy, this. And he goes on, and the, the audience like, oh, go, hey, woo, he. Well, like, you're talking Mount Rushmore Talking over here. about the Pope over yeah. here. So that was quiet. Like, ah, and he tells the audience kind of go F themselves on that one. That was a kind of a, a good live moment. So they're on for an hour and a half, right? And much to, uh, like, you know, you know this. Italians never know how to end anything. Like, it doesn't end. Like, it's just like this stuff will last forever. Mm-hmm. Grudges, conversations, everything. You're pretty good about it. You're like, ah, I'm done here. Like, <laughs> Brett, you can see when Brett's checked out, he starts looking around for, like, exits. <laughs> After an hour and a half, it's almost 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. They're like, let's open it up to the audience. Every Goomba on the place had a question. 40 on each side. So they put oh. two mics up. Like anybody, just any free for all. Just flood of goombas just to the microphones. How you doing? I'm uh, <clears throat> Ted from Yuma. I drove up here. Uh, <clears throat> when you used to do sex scenes with Adriana, boner, no boner? What are we looking at here? And, and that was a real question. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, that was, that really was good. funny. How do you get hard? Do you uh, like? Was it hard to do? Would you uh, ever slip it in? Well, who, who, tell me about your piece of deal. <laughs> he says, and. Uh, he says, you know, you got a crew there in front of you. Yes. It's just you're, you're redoing takes. But yes. Yeah, yeah. He's like, but yes. <laughs> Get hard for it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> That's what I thought, Christopher. Good job. So I'm sitting there and it's like 10 o'clock. I look at Brady. I'm like, every one of these Goombas is going to take forever. And I don't want to be here when they cut off like that line because these guys want to go home too. So you can start saying, so like we're trying to get the hell out of there. Yeah, if because, someone asks you a question, a girl is asking a question for her dad who loved the series, but he died. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, he okay. comes back up crying. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Ask a question. In full tears because Michael Imperioli, my, my father who passed away. God bless the rest of the soul. He's just a beautiful man. God bless. God bless. God bless you all. Hey, God bless. God bless. <laughs> and then everybody's saying it to him. God bless. Hey, Arnie, Bob, God bless. He would have loved to have known. Do you like the all, the all call where everyone had to say the O? Yeah, and he's like, everybody doesn't know. Like, all right. It was very high school. It was bad. It was not good. Really? And then they sold their book. Couple interesting stories. Not really. What was the uh, cost of ticket? I didn't even ask you. And who do I owe? I owe somebody. I I think it's like between 30 bucks. 35 bucks. They hammered people there. Packed it up. And there's a 500 page book encyclopedia on the Sopranos. It was sad because it's like they admit there'll never be more than this. And it's probably true. Though. Michael Imperioli is a good actor. He is. He but is. But he's, he's always going to be Christopher. He's now. diving in, and he's yeah. it just holding on to it. it was. It kind of made me feel like, ooh, this is a Comic Con tent. This is the. This is the dude who doesn't have a career that's signing eight by ten glossies at the My Two Dads booth. And Big Pussy loves his weed. Yeah, and he Big Pussy and Bobby. They're they're always. That's all they're ever going to be is goombas and movies. Yeah. That's it. They yeah. can't do anything else. Yeah. It was it was embarrassing. Kind of sad. But then I get in my car and I'm driving down Main Street at 1028, 1030. I don't know when it was. I'm like, Mesa has nothing going on. And this city's potentially got the best art center in all of the valley. And then there's just zero happening there. 
for 20 minutes, uh, Uber wouldn't even go. They, they don't even come. You had to stand and wait for it. to wait, and then finally we got accepted. I guess they had the, well, is it worthwhile What's to go the in point there? for any Uber driver to be exactly. in the Mesa area? That's what we are saying. Nothing going on. Dude, we're in trouble. Yeah. We have to walk. <laughs> walk back to a place where people are. Mesa Uber. What the? It's, yeah, I felt bad. but So you didn't miss anything, Brett. All right. I was so disappointed all night, too. My like, God damn it. No. They're enjoying this. I don't know that you would have, like, I think you would have been upset, because it was all stories you already know. Right. From the podcast. Well, okay, I don't yeah. know. Room full of goombas. Just as I'm sitting there waiting for Brady, I'm sitting outside the, the place, and I'm just watching one after another after another going in. Old, young. You and know. from a distance, here's a, oh! Yeah, and then Brady's yelling when we started that. What the f*** took you so long? <laughs> it's starting. But yeah, so two times in the last month, the Sopranos have greatly disappointed me. <sighs> Say it that. Stinks. There's nothing you can do. I wished it was better. But yeah, Mesa's got to do something about that. They laid low on the uh, Saints of. Yeah, they didn't Newark talk about too. the movie. They just said, no, Michael did a. Your junior did a great job. Yeah, they didn't talk it, much they, about that. But. I don't think they're down with it. Yeah, it's, I still uh, say it's going to be a. I still say it's a spinoff. Something, something oh, else yeah, is going to yeah, be yeah, a movie. Coming around. Don't worry about that. Anyway, so I just thought it, that's our review of that. All right. And you didn't miss a thing as an Italian. Uh, yeah, but hearing hearing an Italian man say that Robert De Niro is a pile of garbage, you move. We're like, ooh, this just got weird. And for some reason, and I don't know if this is an Italian thing, Brett, the lady sitting next to me, Brady, I don't know if you noticed that. The lady sitting next to me couldn't wear shoes. No, it was the really. weirdest thing. So she had just these red socks on, no shoes. When I sat down, I looked and I saw it, and I'm like, I just must have. And then, so there was a moment where she wanted, she tried to stand, she put her shoes on to stand up, and then she was like, like she was on stilts. And then she took them. They weren't heels either. She was an older woman. She just could not wear shoes. Corns and bunions. Went to the bathroom and kicked them under her chair and walked in there in socks. And then came uh. back with pissy toes on her socks. Blah. Yeah, I know. I, was, I don't know if you realize that's when I was like, I it's didn't. time to go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think she was coming back, but she kept her ruby red slippers under her chair. And I'm like, uh-oh. Is that an Italian You knew thing? it was an older audience, too. Uh-huh. Because the amount of getting up. The whole crowd. It was just constant movement. Oh, yeah. They don't have any time for this. Hands flying Got around and everything. Yeah, the talking. Out of the way. Move, move, move. It's a going problem. When's the last thing that you went to like that, though? Like William Shatner's one-man show was just an edge-of-your-seat spectacular. And then I got to host the one with him, and I thought it was basically a Q&A, but they showed Wrath of Khan before. That was supposed to be a series, too. That went so well with William Shatner that they asked, remember, Christopher Lloyd was the next one. Yeah. And they're like, would you host that? I'm like, would I host that? Yes, I'd host that. And they'd show Back to the Future. And then I'd sit in Q&A with Christopher Lloyd. For some reason, that fell apart. And then Sam Jackson was going to be one. And they still wanted me to host that. I'm like, I don't know if I'm the right guy for that. Like, isn't somebody at one of the urban stations better than me? But I'll do it. And they're going to show, like, snakes on a plane or something ridiculous. And then Sam Jackson was going to do questions. And I'm like, this is a series. And it never took off. I would have been a better host than the guy they had. That dude was and he'd like they'd answer a question, then you go, Tell us how you auditioned for the show. It's like, I just did that. Are you paying attention? Like they're screaming at him. I'm like, Oh. Yeah, he was kind of, he was fun as a comedian, but he was kind of a adult as a host. Pandering to Mesa, Arizona. Making fun of Mormons was fun, though. But the Comic Con Sopranos is what it just got it called. It was. It's very funny. That's kind of what it was. But you didn't miss anything. What did you do? You went to a wedding. Yeah. Fun. I guess that might have been actually better. Huh? <laughs> An Italian wedding? No, 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 no. Yeah, just a regular yeah. run of the mill. Yeah. I was a bride. So 
Was Kim Quintero there? Did she look mad? <laughs> Everybody's getting married but me. Kylie looked good in her dress. <laughs> uh, Kylie was probably there going, this wedding's okay. <laughs> this Not ring. like the one I'm planning. Bling. Decked a couple of broads going for the bouquet. <laughs> yeah, there is nothing quite like one of the girls getting a ring. And you know when, you know, and I don't know how old Jamie Serrett is. I'm guessing late 30s. And it started, that, 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 the noise, there's a thing going on. It's their expiration date on the milk. Of course, that milk, that milk's starting to, it's, it's still good. Dexter says, John, you know it goes back farther than that. Oh, yeah? All the way back to the Valentine's Day episode. I don't know if you saw that one. Kylie announced she was going on a date. Then Kim Q, in the very next segment, said she was going on a date. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, before that segment ended, Jamie says, oh, I'm going on a date, too. I <laughs> know you're not. Or you'd have been second in. <laughs> Third one is lying. Oh, yeah, I got a date. Sure. <laughs> anyway, watch that show for the subtext. It's fantastic. And then just listen. Oh, there's Jamie's clock. I can hear it. Two babies were found in the bottom of a pool today at a house. Oh, you can hear my clock. I'm sorry. It's because of Kylie's ring. That's fun. And even if I'm wrong, I don't care. Even if it's sexist, I don't care. I'm having a hell of a time watching that show. And girls, you ain't got nothing to worry about with me because I'm homosexual now. So it doesn't even matter. I can be sexist. I'm one of you. It's perfect. It's a brilliant plan. Brilliant plan. Uh, Suns start their season on Wednesday, too. So basketball's back. Sorry, Mercury. We haven't paid attention to you at all. Real basketball's back Wednesday night. And uh, the Suns are back. This is fun. This has got a good good little thing happening here. Outside of the Coyotes losing 8-1 to one on their opening day. And and we have to be honest. In sports, is there a better name than the Seattle Kraken? That's Pretty awesome. solid. Is, it, awesome. is there anything better than release and the Kraken in for their intros? In number two, they yeah. had their first fight in uh, Columbus. They started a fight in the stands. They got a girl announcer for the in-house stuff. So I was kind of hoping they'd go with Liam Neeson and have a big At presentation. At Climate Energy Center? Yeah, I know. That, that whole woke <laughs> <Whatever>. Seattle. <laughs> the place can't burn down fast enough. But they have a girl. So it was like I watched the intro. It's like, time fans to release the Kraken. I'm like, no, no, no. What's worse, girl announcer or yes. kid announcer? Oh. You've been to kid announcer. Oh, yeah. Kid announcer. Yeah, okay. Kid announcer's horrible. There's nothing worse than a child's voice on a PA. Outside of a child's voice. Child's yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you amplify a child's voice, it's worse than just a child's voice. No one wants you. The only people that want to hear their kid amplified are the parents. Never, even your kid's what, 13? Yeah. I don't want to hear her amplified voice at all. Not even a little bit, let alone some eight year old. Xander Bogarts. Oh God! Didn't you tell him how to say Xander Bogarts before? Next it's up, the old child. pirate. Yeah, yeah. I like to hear <laughs> Kirby's fun when I do her amplified voice. I don't want to hear her real amplified voice till she's of age and she has like the ability to have an opinion. Or not, she's just a mushhead kid. Yeah, kid, kid announcer at the game. Oh, what a treat! Oh, again, and parents, you need to know that. You know that, Rich. Oh, yeah. Do you realize that, Brady, that no one enjoys your child's stuff outside of you? Oh, yeah. It's just yeah, for us. Not at all. Yeah. You don't enjoy other kids talking. Oh, yeah, I do. Not really. Yeah. No, nobody no. does. <laughs> Welcome to uh, 
Diamondback baseball. Oh God, give me a professional. I paid a lot of money yeah. for this. Not in a professional setting. Like if you you can handle them in small doses. Like when we get together with friends and they have their kids there, you're like, all right, I can deal with you guys in a short burst. Not me. Well, they've clearly Ugh. not you. Yeah, and yeah, then you give them a microphone. It, well, no, that's that's dumb. Yeah, the only people that like kids day are the are the parents of that kid. Everybody else there is, well, I'm there for baseball. I'm yeah. there to watch a professional men's league. I'm there to watch dudes who hose broads on the reg, uh, spitting and drinking and doing all sorts of drugs to stay awake. While Budweiser signs and Coors Light signs are all around me at all times, I don't need some child talking. The whole thing is brought to me by beer and uh, infidelity. And the whole stadium is just packed full of it. Now some guys just go there looking to beat somebody up. Yeah, now that's it. And it's just fighting and drinking and (laughs) sports and testosterone. And I got, stop batting. Like, no, you're not welcome here. This is, as much as they say it, it's not a family event. Look around. The biggest sign in here is the king of beers. Miller Park. we're We're at ballparks named after beer, like, breweries. Coming up next. Uh... The love of a child. No thanks. Yeah, if you got a kid that's signing up for that, just recognize. You're pissing off 99.9% of everybody but you and that ex-husband of yours that you're trying to be the favorite <laughs> parent with. Well, I got uh, like Xander, our child, is now going to be an announcer because I filled it out and his father didn't. Oh, God damn it. Now i got to do something. It's all this big competition. Anyway, I digress. Sons game. I'm going to talk to Kevin Ray about that. I hope they don't have Sons kid broadcast tonight. I'm sure they will. I'll talk to Vince Murata. He's the in-house voice. They never screw yeah, around, do they? they? Oh, yeah, they do. They the have kids, kids talking? Absolutely. He won't do it. No. I mean, they didn't last year because of you know the COVID and it last two seasons. They won't have kids you know? doing any announcements. They did it in Chicago. Seasons. They, they the do White it Sox every game. Well, at a baseball game, it's different. Not at a basketball they do it the game. One, oh, yeah, no, they no, do no, the no. one game. Sons intros are too important. It's only five At the guys. intros, yeah. they'll just do they'll they'll do it before the game actually starts, and then uh, Vince will do everything. Uh, like it'll be a ceremonial thing. Nah. Have the kid do it. Ugh. I'm telling part you, part of building the base. It's yeah. going to happen. The best part was they had some kid singing the national anthem at one of the Suns games I went to last year, and that now singing eight year old student from blah blah blah. The whole crowd goes, "Ugh." Nobody <laughs> cared about his parents, and he knocked it out. But big deal. The tapes that they send in for those. Ugh. The auditions. The audition and- for the voice. You've seen him on Arizona's Got Talent on Channel 64.2. No, we haven't. Nobody saw it. I saw an interesting thing on the internet this weekend of things people supposedly like, but no one ever knows anything about. And number one on the list was The Masked Singer. <laughs> and like There is a buzz to The Masked Singer as if there's an audience for it, but no one knows a soul who watches that show. I've seen it. I've I'm, seen I'm, it. Yeah. Because... There's a buzz, and you're like, what am I missing? And then you watch, and you're like, I am missing nothing. No one watches The Masked Singer. No one watches that Alter Ego show, which is supposedly another one that's like going gangbusters. What do you mean no one watches Masked Singer? It was like number one. It's Nobody watches it. It's all a farce. It's the birds aren't real. It's the flat earth. There's no one nothing watching. Nothing but drones are watching. Something it. about this is all manufactured. Because tell me one person, you're like, oh, he's a big Masked Singer fan. He talks about it all. Nobody watches the this show. The family watches it. true. And again, no, they don't. Yeah, There's no kids buzzing on and on about the mass Singer. They don't watch TV. No kid cares that Larry the Cable Guy or Margaret Cho was, was under worm. that mask. <laughs> right. Nobody. 
and a gas tire. Oh, me and everybody else in the second grade are going to have a, how in the world do we not guess? And a gas tire. But it was a great, like, the last one. I'm like, that's true. Nobody knows about this. No one. And if you do, you wouldn't want to know that person. Because it's a lady with cats. Her house smells like ammonia and salmon. (laughs) I think it's AGT. Erica's got talent. The guy, you know, the big thing now is the guy almost died. Yeah, they blew up his car and he was in it. That's good promotion. He was hanging upside down in a straitjacket and the cars release and combined they have the video. They don't show him falling in the net. That's that's the part I got to hear. He's a a mush head now. He's got a traumatic brain injury. But to use the example of the squid game. Like, you couldn't get away from that conversation. Everybody watched it. Uh, That's true. If I came into a room, I guarantee I'd go into any room in this building today and go, hey, Mass Singer talk, anybody in? Well, not uh, any room. Yeah, I'm not any Brett. room. Tom downstairs. Wintermeyer. That's it. Wintermeyer's no, the only no, one. No, there's more than one downstairs. Who? I guarantee you there's not. Mm, I guarantee you there's not. If it is, it's, we're the, taking it's, a poll. it's a couple of the people you I never talked to. put a har on that. You think Dave Har watched <laughs> yeah, the singer? Yeah, put har in there. You think Dave Har <laughs> yeah. watches Masked Singer? Yeah, now that I think about it. I think down the hall they do. Oh, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm what? curious. Now. Those people know. clearly don't know what entertainment is. You're talking about KDKB. <laughs> yeah. They have no clue Actually, what I'll engaging entertainment is. I don't think is. they watch that. And I don't I think they're they watching. Do. Maybe for the costumes. That's what I'm saying. It's flamboyant. They're watching. <laughs> so is wrestling, and they don't watch <laughs> that. A good I'll match. Put, I'll put Dom and Kenny on that list, too, downstairs in the You think Dom bar? watches no, it? No, they don't. Nobody watches it. No one. And I'll yet, bet Ben does. See, now you're just being stupid. Now you're just no, saying because no, no, it's gay guys. No, 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 no. I'll bet he does. I don't watch I'll, it. I'll, I'll bet Amy does, too. I'm homosexual. Amy, no, I'll Amy does you. not watch The Mass Singer. You don't think I so? I talk to Amy. we got to ask her. Ah, no I think way. she's just yeah. hiding nope. it from you. Because those two are best buds. That's why yeah. I'm saying. Amy smokes and trolls. That's all Amy does. She doesn't watch any of that stuff. She's got her eyeballs on. She smokes <laughs> trolls. Smokes and trolls. <laughs> she might smoke trolls, too. The right troll comes along. Amy stories are fantastic. Yeah, nobody watches them. You don't watch it. You got a family. If yeah. anybody, it would be Brady, like wholesome Gilbert family. It's never on in the bitch barn. You guys never no. watch that. No. Nobody in your neighborhood watches, and it's aimed at your neighborhood. Wholesome, silly, great fun. Nobody watches the show. And then when people say, "Oh, the kids love it," I'm like what? Wasn't like American Idol when it first huge. Off. Everybody could bring up a moment. The only time you know about it is because there's constantly some weird TMZ story or your news feed tells you who lost on the thing last night. There's something going on with that show. I got a conspiracy theory that we're being mind manipulated by the promos. I don't even know if it's on. I don't even know if it's on TV, even if it's a show. Maybe maybe it's just people are ashamed that they watch it and they closeted. But wouldn't then talk about? Wouldn't those shamed people when you came up and said you watched Mass Singer last night? They'd have like a real quiet, like yeah, I do drugs too. But you know, you can't even find one of those. You might be right about Har. I think Har That's might be. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if Har's wife wants to watch it, Har's watching it. <laughs> yes. That's going on. Maybe Scott Taylor downstairs as well. Trip loves yep. it. Trip does not watch The Mass Singer. Trip is cool as hell. I can yeah. see that. I yeah. See that. I knew it was in a gas tire. <laughs> Said no see. one ever. It's not even an interesting win. Here's one for you. Ooh, Rachel Ray. Ah, I lost on FanDuel. <laughs> I could see Jill and Andy and nope. their and their boy, Far too their cool. Russian adoptive son, that watching too it. Cool. No way. No, he no plays way. piano. He plays piano. He's mm-hmm. into all that performance stuff. No, I could not. see that he's watching that. Ooh. Nope. What about Lane? 
Uh, no. no. I don't no. think so. No, Lynn's no. in bed by then. It's dark out. Uh, this guy says, my buddy's dad thinks that shows around to convert kids into twinks. <laughs> I, maybe, maybe you have watched maybe. it. Maybe you did watch it. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I, don't know, I didn't, I'm not a child. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a twink conversion program. <laughs> I don't know how that works. So I'm fascinated with the idea that that's the plan. Maybe if we dressed up C-list celebrities from the 90s and placed them in front of the children in colorful costumes, they'd all become twinks. That's worth a shot. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I've, uh, anybody who, nobody's emailing me, nobody's calling, saying, oh, no, no, you got to watch this show. It's great. It, nobody's it's watching. Unbelievable. But it's unbelievable. It permeates the news. It's like uh, Yahoo does a story. Uh, TMZ does a story. All the news outlets. Even the Washington Post sent me an alert. Mass Singer. Costume with the Joker was like, who's watching this? What a reveal last night. Larry the Cable Guy. Families went insane. Like, what happened? I thought he was dead. He's still around? Anyway, be careful with that. Uh, it's 717. Let's get a wake-up song. What do you got over there on the big board of musical treats? Yep, wake-up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Getting ready for the uh, ski season. It's coming up. Skiing and snowboarding is coming. Action Ride Shop's got you covered. Plus, it got all the mountain bike gear that you ever can imagine. So, you need the knowledge, you need the sales, they got it all over there. ActionRideShop.com or check them out on Facebook as well as on Instagram. Well, plus they got the five alarm blend coffee there. So, and that's all going to a good cause with our firemen. So make sure yes. you pick some up over there. Uh, let's see here. We got a couple for WNBA, Beck Loser, uh, Seether, they don't care about us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all for the WNBA. Yeah. Lamb of God, uh, redneck for the Exodus of Country Thunder this weekend. Oh, that's right. I forgot uh, that was going on. Prodigy, Pantera, Deftones, Puddle of Mud, Beyonce, uh, Single Ladies for all the the broads on uh, Channel 3. Let's see. System of a Down, Unleash the Archers. I want to write. I want to be the very first because I know it's – I've told you this before. Country music is for people with IQs below 80. And you can fool them if all you got to do is include God and guns in your song and the flag. But I want to be the first wildly homosexual country music star who sings graphically about the things he wants to do to a man's wing and then occasionally enters the flag. In his pickup. Just so the crowd's kind of like, hold on. I was driving in my Ford when Billy Bob went down on my rod. And I couldn't believe how his mustache was tickling me. My gun came out and fired into Billy's mouth. I'm like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on a second. (laughs) I waved my flag. Of rainbows and trout. What? I don't know what that means. <laughs> and I love that Billy Bob as we made love in the cab of my F-150. But yeah, yeah, you just mentioned things they get excited about, but then they're like, wait, the context is screwing me up. And I love God. I love flags. And I love gay sex. You can reboot the John Cougar song, make it more country. <laughs> sucking on chili dogs. Yeah, sucking on chili dogs of a guy named Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a skirt. Yeah, I'm a man, and his hands are between my knees. <laughs> we saw an American flag. <sighs> you can get them back in a second. Just say an American flag. Or... Then we shot our guns in the air to celebrate our gay union right there. Wait a minute. What, what the hell is that guy singing about? America loves two wings. He said America, though. I'm confused. That's all country thunder is. How you got doing out there tonight? 
Guns. Flags. My dog's named America. You don't even hear the rest of the song. America. And the chunder rolls. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden is an idiot. Trump. That's it. And you go nuts. I could win. I could write platinum country album in 10 minutes. I, I missed it. Did you throw a Patriot in there anywhere? You can. You, that's one of the, that's yeah, you got to throw you, Patriot gotta, in there. Yeah. Now, was that half staff till his hand touched my nutsack? Till his hand huh? touched my staff. <laughs> <laughs> he entered me like we entered Kabul. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm confused. This guy's strong and he's weak at the same time. I ain't a quitter. <laughs> All right, here we go. Go ahead. I don't want to write And I don't mind a spitter as long as he's got the good old USA flag. <sighs> Wave your flag when you're blowing me, sir. (laughs) (laughs) If you spit it out, just know you're spitting on American soil. (laughs) I could write a full country music album as the gayest country music guy ever, and they'd buy it. I think he's gay. You you think? I've long said outlaw country. Nah, broke back country is where it's at. Broke back country, just to confuse him. We were having a little fun. He started playing with my love gun and AR-15 in my pants because I'm free. <sighs> what are we cheering for here? His finger was in my butt. We sat in my truck going four-wheel driving in the good old USA. Because this cowgirl's going nowhere. Ain't <laughs> Lingus was my name and I stood tall waving my flag. Just to confuse the hell out of them. But Country Thunder is a joke. Hot girls dancing around. This is dumb people everywhere. I don't get Country Thunder at all. It's a good party. It's what the 80s music used to be for us with the, all those dumb people that liked like Danger Danger and Faster Pussycat. That we were all stupid too. <laughs> country music is not for the bright. Very rarely do you hear like, uh, I'm a CEO of a biotech firm and I love country music. <laughs> this doesn't happen. And it shouldn't. But if you're smart, you'll go out there and try to hose one of those dumb girls. Have you ever been? No. Yeah, me neither. Why don't you go? Because there's hillbillies. There's country music. Because it's playing country music too much. It's the worst form of music on the planet. Next to experimental jazz. Uh, Anyway, you pick and do whatever you want to do. I don't care if it's for that. I don't either. You know, somebody. The problem is the song is like seven minutes long. That unleash the archers. They've been messaging us for months about that song. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, but I don't know if we'll make it through the whole seven minutes. Oh, we're that. not playing a seven-minute yeah. song. No. How about? Uh, well, you had the one that was uh, "Girl, Don't Go Away, Mad, Just Go Away" for the WNBA. If we oh, can we throw do that. that too, yeah. Let's do that one. Keith just said, "I'm getting my five-year-old ready for kindergarten," and she giggled and said, "That song is silly." Your country music career just took off. <laughs> yep, see? They don't know. And the same exact mentality as a five-year-old as a country music fan. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, people are very rude to the WNBA. The girl don't go away mad, just go away is going to be today's theme. Uh, Matt says, we watched the first two seasons of The Mass Singer in the height of COVID. It was something that my kids enjoyed, 10 and 14. They turned their Xbox off and joined us. After two seasons, it wasn't any good. I know, I know. So we stopped. 
Nobody's cared since we stopped watching. Plus, life is mostly back to normal. Maybe it had something to do with us being pinned at home. I still found other things to watch. Yeah, I mean, I would play jacks before I'd watch The Masked Singer. <laughs> jacks. Doesn't make any sense. It was an interesting list, but that one stood out because I'm like, there isn't a, and it's like huge. That's the only reason I think it would work, let alone just the families. Cause they'll go. But again, as parents, sometimes you, you definitely will watch some shows. What a the yeah, mushhead it's shows. It's not to kids. Like, I don't get what kid cares who's yeah. in there if they don't know who the star is. I mean, when Terry Bradshaw popped out of there, there isn't a kid alive who gives a crap that Terry Bradshaw was the penguin. Nobody cared. Or Margaret Cho. Margaret or, Cho. Yeah. Or Anna Gasteyer. Larry the Kid. These are not aimed at, at kids. So they're not guessing who's in there. And they don't care what song you're singing, some Anya tune. Who cares? They're not. It's not at kids. It doesn't make any sense. It's mind manipulation show. Something's going on with that. Sending waves through the TV. Making dumb people dumber. Uh, it's Motley Crue here. This is for you, WNBA. Don't go away mad. Just go away. You lost. It's over. Nobody wants a parade. No interviews. We don't care. Now go back to your jobs at Fry's, checking us out and doing whatever it is you do because you don't make enough money to live. And complain. That's it. Spend the next eight months complaining while the real basketball starts on Wednesday night. Fantastic. Smotley crew. So long, WNBA. We didn't see a single minute of it. Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what, what what's causing it. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.